0: Warning, you are about to enter a world populated by the most appalling music ever made. Welcome to the search for the worst album of all time. This is Broken Records. But
1: I'd been forgotten I i been married a long time ago. Dango. <laughs> oh, a girl with kaleidoscope eyes!
0: welcome to episode number 25 of broken records the search for the worst album and in this instance this case the worst people in the history of music my name is Stephen Hill Uh, I'm joined as ever by Renfrey Dedman this is a part of the Riot Act podcast network and me and Renfrey do our weekly show don't we Renfrey every Friday do you want to tell people what that is because I always
1: say it it's a weekly uh, review show about alternative music and we review all the latest newest releases on there uh, and we tend to look into music that is a little bit interesting a little bit left to centre a little bit quirky a little bit Interesting. I said interesting already. There we go. Double in, double interesting is fine to me. Double yeah. Interesting. Um.
0: We also used to end the show by doing this broken records. This was a segment that we did on the show that we decided to turn into a full blown podcast in its own right. So what you're about to listen to came out on the 28th of August 2020 on episode 108 of Riot Act, which was a, again a really really good week for music. I mean, 2020 was a really good year for music. We spoke about. Clit Drip and Over and Narrowheads and Brotherhood of the Lake bands that you know I really really like and unfortunately I mean this is probably one of the reasons why we did turn it into our own own podcast is that that great week of music was tied in with I think one of the most nasty conversations that we've had to have and it was about Blood on the Dance Floor um, and their album Bad Blood which is what we're about to throw to in a minute. Uh, this was hard work this one and it wasn't just hard work because i don't like the music everything surrounding this band is unpleasant unpleasant Uh, that's putting it mildly to be honest yeah morally reprehensible is what i usually say and what i would say here Mm. so this isn't no fun, this one, to be honest. We sort of tried to do this thinking it would be like, ha ha, let's laugh at some inept music. You can laugh at how inept the music is on this, but also there's some other stuff going on which is quite shocking. So I just thought we caveat this episode with, with that. Um, but here it is. This is us chatting about Blood on the Dance Floor. We're going to end the show with broken records. We've not really been looking forward to this, uh, have we, Renfrey? Because this no. is, this is, I mean, we joke about how this is a sort of a horrible um, <laughs> feature. And usually it's a horrible feature because you have to watch silly music videos or listen to egomaniacal idiots and bad ideas. But sometimes, um, shh, is really broken away from the record and that's what we're going to have to kind of dissect today we're talking about blood on the dance floor their album bad blood it was released on the 3rd of september 2013 it's their sixth studio album they were an electro pop crunk core band um, led by a gentleman called Davey vanity you may remember these guys um, if you don't they formed an orlando florida in 2006 Initially started as a joke band, by all accounts, not really much has changed there. To be honest, their Wikipedia page—I have to be honest with you—is a little bit of a mess, and I really is, can't be looking absolute mess. And I can't be looking into Reddit and other dark web forums to find out about how they really progressed. So, what I will say is, um, they were banned in 2006. They self-released a load of stuff. core was happening. They got bigger. Um, I paid no attention to this fucking pile of wank genre as I discussed last week and then my first sort of uh, when I first came to contact with Blood and the Dance Law was on the old Metal Hammer podcast I believe it was Gil which would have been kind of early 2011 uh, sorry late 2011 early 2012 kind of brought them up um, saying you've got to hear this because they look like Cradle of Filth but they sound like Justin Bieber and that was the moment that I first became aware of blood on the dance floor. There was a little bit of hype surrounding them at this point. Quite a fair bit of hype, actually, in fact. I mean, A disturbing
1: you know, amount of hype.
0: Even in Metal Hammer. I mean, Were what, they? Kind of de- Were what kind of... Were they? Well, I mean, it got mentioned on the podcast and they, I think there well, might have been true. chat. Yeah. Uh, there might have been chat about, do they cover them in the mag or blah, 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 blah. And it's like what kind of weird decade did we just exit from mate
1: mm,
0: the yeah. early 10s were fucking weird on reflection yeah. um i mean it could have been a real thing that happened and blew up big yeah um, thank fuck it dude. but actually uh it may be due to the stories that surfaced around the time of the band and their warped tour appearance in 2012 that paid paid to that um when I became aware of some fairly grim shit um, that was being linked with Davey Vanity, which continues to be linked to him to this very day. Um, I have a mate who is a photographer and he was asked by the band to go and take photographs of them when they played. I believe it was a slam dunk or a warp tour. I think it was a warp tour at Ali Pali. Um, that he was asked to go and photograph them for the day. And he came back from that gig, regaling me with some very, very disturbing information, which even today I think would be considered libelous. Mm -hmm. And so I can't tell you what that information is. But if you ever meet me in person... I will tell you that story and I'll tell you one about one minute silence as well, if you like, but the mud, uh, I think in this case, very rightly stuck to the band. Uh, they were removed from Spotify and Google play in 2019. Not quite sure why it took them that long to do it on the basis of yeah. whatever, uh, if they were going to do it from the merch site, big cartel in 2018, ditto. I'm not sure why it took them that long. And the ultimate humiliation, Remfry, in 2014, they were removed from a combi Christ tour, Imagine being thought you're not allowed to tour with Combi Christ. Um, (laughs) But all that was the future. In the present that we were talking about, this release was their sixth studio album Uh, in 2013 off of the back of some allegations and some pretty sizable rumours that they were going to break up as well, Mm. which you would think would probably be why that happened. Um, There's not a lot of critical uh writing or reviews or unless they've been taken down i feel I like couldn't... some of
1: them probably have been taken mm, down.
0: i but from mm-hmm. what we've found there's not much even in the way of uh like bad review for this record at all um sputnik music gave it 3.5 out of 5, saying while previous releases all revolved around crass sexual gimmicks and all the pseudo-creative ways to talk about how they would go about said Carnal Adventures, Bad bad Blood overall tones it down to a lower dosage. While there are still some sexual themes littered throughout certain tracks, the album more often relies on oddly fitting religious imagery that can be unexpectedly poignant. (laughs) especially <laughs> especially for a band guy? i don't know especially for a band whose entire career was almost entirely carved off a of vapid surface level lyricism all music has given it a 2.5 out of 5 saying Round in, uh, rounding uh running out the album are more outward looking moments like the vampire electronic love ballad always and forever plus the pissed off political commentary of behemoth Where the line, are we too broke to pay attention, floats like a real revelatory talking point, bobbing in a sea of hot topics from the mall. And ripped pantyhose punditry that borrows from Churchill, this tyranny ruled by fear, drowning in irony, that's the line. All that said, it's the insider stuff that will give, um, I don't know what, SGTC... set their will give the sgtc set their biggest thrill and with so much of it surrounded by the usual tween angst mama mana haters um uh, bad blood is better than before or at least bolder and there aren't really any proper reviews that aren't kind of customers or fan sites sticking up for them um there's one review on rateyourmusic.com from opus 84 uh, from two thousand and eighteen. Sorry it says,
1: mate, just to just to interrupt you, the SGTC is basically the crew for fans of the band Blood on the Dance Floor. It stands for Slash Gash Terror Crew. Gives you an idea of what you know. a bunch of fucking cunts these pricks are.
0: Uh yeah. So we're all learning something today. Mm-hmm. Um Opus eighty four in two thousand and eighteen reviewed it saying, Unlike their earlier stuff, this is actually listenable. Um uh, is this it is actually, for... actually actually unlistenable. Oh, exactly. At least back in the day it was funny, but this, this has nothing here. It's edgy, that's all.
1: Um, I'd love to know when s- this is funny. I mean, what an embarrassing fucking thing to say, to say that something like this was ever funny. I don't Should prefer- be fucking ashamed of yourself, whoever wrote that. I mean,
0: so again, really, you kind of look at the lack of uh, critical mauling which would be one of the reasons why these albums get into broken records let's not Mm. forget right i think it's definitely worth saying renfrey and i have not decided what records to pick that we hate to go in here we have compiled a list from people that we asked on twitter uh, and our social channels and just a you know metacritic um various lists from over the years from different magazines aggregate sites yeah aggregate sites yeah like you know Q's list of the worst albums ever um uh, you know the kind of infamous records yeah we have compiled this list through that and this album came up why is it here um and i guess it must be the controversy i mean we'll have to talk about that in a minute i think it's worth like just musically alone for a second Uh, it's fucking rubbish terrible it's it's terrible right this Mm. is a rub you know this is a rubbish record Mm. um the first song uh on the song unchained it says i'm on top of the food chain and i'm on the hunt for some poontang uh, actually I was listening on YouTube and I was looking at the the comments and somebody said, I love how much you can connect to every, connect to every single one of their songs. It makes me feel amazing to scream out my emotions with the music. Thanks blood on the dance floor. I love you. Um, I mean, if your emotions need to be screamed out, I'm on top of the food chain and I'm on the hunt for some poontang, uh, what kind of life are you leading
1: i can do worse than that from exactly the same song you've tried to say you're sorry for the things you've done try to play me like a fool but i know i am not one try to entrap me with your lies and accusations fuck you bitch i'm the freak of the nation here's a bag of dicks no one gives a shit go and run your mouth off take a knife to your clit if you're talking garbage making me my name tarnished put my rep in bondage rip it up like carnage um Wow. I mean, given the things that have given the 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 sheer amounts of allegations that have come out about this guy. um, Have you mentioned that there's an FBI investigation into him? I was going
0: to save that as the the kind of the 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 good news at the end. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes.
1: But 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 I just just to just to bring that up now that like, you know, lies and accusations. Mm, Well, there's an awful lot of shit around you. Uh, Yeah. that so, you know, and there's no smoke without fire. And uh I mean, I don't know, if if there are people who are falsely accused of stuff all the time. We've talked about stuff with like Trent Reznor and Maynard James Keenan and so on and so forth. When you get multiple allegations again and again and again and again, that you really start having to go, Okay, something ain't right here. Like very 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 clearly something ain't right here there's there's there is a big difference we talked a lot in the past about how there isn't much nuance or subtlety on the internet but this this is a case where it's like i'm prepared to sit down and go yeah this guy is a fucking wrong uh, yeah
0: i mean i i mean i don't usually and i hope i never have to resort to kind of I I think the whole thing about Twitter and the internet and, you know, the kind of tittle tattle that exists on there. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry if people find that that offensive an idea that I would call that shit tittle tattle, but I'm afraid, you know, a a lot of it is, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of it is, but like I say, I have a friend who I've known for 15 years who spent, a day with this guy and came back going, I wouldn't let my... If I had a daughter, I wouldn't let my, my daughter within 20 miles of this guy. Hmm. And he regaled enough stuff back to me and had no reason to do that. You know, this was not... Whilst these sort of things were happening, he just came back and went, "Fucking you know, hell, I've seen somebody today who I just think is horrible. And that for me is like, okay, well, he's... He's not going to make that up. And it was too real sounding for me to be like I, I was just like well there's no reason why he'd just come back and go oh, i think i'm gonna fuck over this band who um yeah. tell me about like what you know and what was i gonna do there's nothing i could do about it yeah yeah um, yeah exactly i, I kind of feel... told me and he was like i feel t-. so i mean t- t- for every intent and purpose like these bang to fucking rights yeah and
1: and i think that sort of tittle-tattle thing that you're talking about on the internet i mean fingers are pointed and accusations are made all the time these days and there's always a large kind of there's always a large contingent calling out for um many, many 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 people to be uh chastised out of society who in some cases probably don't deserve that but in this particular case uh this i think that ire and that and that chastisement should be reserved for characters like davy whatever the fuck his name is davy vanity not his Mm. real name um it should be reserved for for the the real fucking evil cunts of the of the of the world rather than you know someone who did something went to
0: eton I mean, musically. Sorry, we should. Yeah, like, sorry, we should just to get
1: past it. the album. I mean,
0: it, it, it's rubbish. It's rubbish pop music with crap white boy rapping over the top of it, yes. and some truly shite saccharine chorus, and it's awful. I mean, I don't have much more to say about it than that. It's tacky nonsense. There's a song it called "Fake Is the New Trend," which is pretty much every horrible cliche in music rammed into four minutes. It's got cheerleader chants, this kind of never ending story electro bit really terrible lyrics about how they're not fakes delivered in this kind of f- f- flawless monotone rap uh, a breakdown with an old 90s two-step rave beat that speeds everything up and it's kind of incredible they managed to take the worst of so many genres in one song but at least it's catchy i mean the slow ones here are just they actually made me feel quite angry um I was going to say, like, that's...
1: not too long ago, you said that uh, Inglewood was the worst pop song made in the last decade. Are you going to apologise to Fever 333 after listening to this? <laughs> yes, absolutely, I am, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, uh, well, there's, uh, I mean, uh, Divided We Fall, for example, and Always and Forever are just two of the most insipid pieces of shit div- I've ever Divided in my We life. Fall
0: sounds like something the Lonely Island would reject for yeah. being too ridiculous. Yeah, I um, agree. I mean, there's a song called Damaged. Uh, which is just self-pitying wank and the chorus is I fucked it up again I opened the wound I killed our true love I mean shut up and take that fucking eight bit blippy bollocks with you (laughs) and there's a song on it called crucified by your lies now this is where it gets really weird he's like just like Jesus Christ I will pay pray for your salvation and so he's comparing himself to Jesus but then in the same song he goes you better get your fucking facts straight just like Jesus did on the cross. Remember on the cross yeah, yeah. when Jesus was on the cross and he was like, you fucking cunts let me down. Whoa, I haven't done anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like Jesus would have done. But it, I just, mean... goes,
1: it just goes to show how much thought is actually put into these lyrics. I mean, absolutely fuck all. Absolutely none. I don't mm. think he, I don't think he, I don't think someone who can write a line about like putting a knife to someone's clitoris can actually honestly be thinking about what they're writing in any kind of depth it's desperately trying to be provocative and because of the desperation that you're using to be provocative it just comes across as desperate and mm-hmm. and disgusting and perverted and weird and i mean this is what happens when you when people put artists on a pedestal i, I actually i take a not even artists when people put someone on a pedestal who has absolutely no fucking talent whatsoever and they think that they can get away with this sort of shit and and unfortunately there were a lot of publications who were letting them get away we get really fucking pissed off about the rock sounds i mean we said it last week but we get pissed off about the rock sounds and so on and so forth of this world because back around that time they were talking about these bands and they were saying that um you know you should listen to this or that or whatever and this is a new exciting scene crunk core. and it's just again it's just embarrassing and we bring them up now to make it very fucking clear what an absolute fucking waste of space they are some people might argue why are you even talking them about about them at all well if you dust things under the carpet and don't talk about them i think in a way that could be even worse you have to acknowledge that there are nasty people out on there and there are bad people out there and this is the sort of thing that they do otherwise um they get away with it far more silently but the fact that that was not happening anywhere near enough as it should have been many many i mean years and years and years ago this should have been happening and uh you just don't see it you don't see people going this is fucking abhorrent well it,
0: i mean i think if they got brought up now you probably would do oh you probably I mean, would
1: now but but yeah. i think instead people have chosen to take stuff down rather mm. than rather than and and pretend it didn't exist and i think that's as dangerous if not more dangerous in 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 a weird way um pretending pretending that that stuff this stuff doesn't exist and trying to swipe it under the carpet i think you actually have to confront it and go and 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 very very um vocally say no this is not acceptable um, yeah rather than we pretending ju- it never existed
0: mm. i mean going back to the album just quickly like i mean it, the, most of it ends with all the slow shit the sort of self-pitying nonsense it's 54 minutes long i mean actually the last song revenge will have its day is the best song on the album too it's not saying much but it's got this kind of en- en- 80s synth thing which is sort of fairly tastefully done musically although again the lyrics are just like eh, but like you say it's everything that surrounds this album and this band that
1: makes it so much more dislikable i mean i'm actually before gonna, we get into before, the super gone so before you jump into that i'm actually going to confess that i for the first time didn't get the whole way through a broken record not strictly because the music was so awful i mean to give uh, the broken side records in a musical sense is actually worse than this if, if we're being totally mm-hmm. honest because at least this has a couple of vaguely interesting ideas and emphasis on vaguely um but i started reading all the sort of accusation stuff which we're going to get into unfortunately in a moment um and it just made me feel so fucking sick that i just went i don't want to go i don't want to fucking listen to this i'm not gonna yeah. do it
0: i mean there's the look for the start which is something we haven't talked about yet i mean i think the fact that they look like these kind of Cosplay Marilyn Manson manga fucks and sounded how they did was sort of shocking, still shocking to the rock community. That kind of scene thing, um, people probably still expected them to be like, you know, black metal or industrial or something like that. And the whole scene look, I guess, was taken to the most kind of revolting excesses when you look at them. Um it's kind of basically weird that we're used to this now isn't it it's like this is what yeah. rappers look like now yeah rappers look like this now you go oh yeah you know that's what rappers look like they look like fucking mental people i think it's well, it weird used and to distu- be the sort of Come on. you know the the what what rock you know new
1: metal it's all from new metal really isn't It. i think it's weird and disturbing that people are taking that as an influence when you consider like what has happened i, I almost think this is why it should be talked about you know like the, the, like i mean but really
0: I'm pretty sure why it's in here is, or why it was been, it got flagged up so much, is the horrible sexual assault claims. Like they are, they are the problem here. It is the remorselessness that you would, uh, like you say, I'm going. You, you don't, you know, uh, what better way to make myself look innocent of the sexual assault claims that I'm being accused of than say I'm going to cut someone's clitoris off? Exactly.
1: Exactly
0: um I, I mean i just uh they kind of uh, i thought they disappeared pretty fucking quickly after this but apparently having they released another million songs they um, have 13 and then they only split albums up, yeah they
1: have 13 albums which they released over 11 years i mean that that just goes to show how defunct this is of any kind of creativity whatsoever i'm sure i'm sure that the the davy vanity would argue that he's just you know an incredibly prolific incredible songwriter but no it's because the 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 music that's on these albums are the sort of thing that you can paste together in garage band in about two hours probably um just moronic bullshit it's fucking shit i was
0: gonna. I was going to say then he split up last year, but by this point, he was the only member of the band left, which should tell you quite a lot. He now goes by the name of Kawaii Monster. So he's just sort of given up the ghost. He hasn't really split up. I think it's probably a good idea for him to have changed his name. You know, he's trying to reinvent himself. He's trying to get away from these allegations that continue to follow him around. But which is another is, reason why it's important to bring him up to and explain. Flag him up, yes. Yeah. He is currently being investigated by the FBI mm-hmm. and TV journalist Chris Hansen has said he has interviewed multiple people that have claimed to have either been attacked or raped by Davey Vanity, aka Kawaii monster. So
1: And he's making a documentary, isn't he? And he's making that. a
0: documentary about him at the moment to kind yeah. of uh to show that. So I mean, it's a pretty, let's hope that, you know, this guy is, gets some sort of comeuppance for whatever he has done. Again, we don't really know exactly what it is that he's exactly done. I feel like I know a little bit of stuff <laughs> and I really don't like it. Um, it's a pretty horrible end to a pretty horrible story where for once, as bad as the music is, the music is sort of taken a little bit of a backseat. Yeah. Although we sort of shouldn't really let that happen because mm-hmm. Uncle Cracker, uh, we reviewed mm-hmm. his album. He was number one for a long time. He beat up a woman in the, you know, the aftermath of that record coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, people's moral um, compasses and and what they, th- I mean, there will be people who listen to us probably that may go, well dd D. king was a junkie
1: mm.
0: you know that's morally reprehensible to be using illegal drugs to the point where you're decimating your body you're um, only hurting
1: yourself you're not hurting other people
0: we've spoke yeah well that's i mean you know this is not me saying that no no no, no 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 well i'm, I'm the, telling
1: i'm telling those people why they're wrong
0: <laughs> yes yeah, fair enough um you could look at you know so there i know there are people in the in the hat like um, the bloodhound gang who have been arrested mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. desecrating the the russian flag mm-hmm. uh, which people there are people who would think that's absolutely revolting i mean there are there's queen and paul Rogers in here i mean obviously it was not freddie mercury but freddie mercury was a homosexual and if you are somebody who believes in the bible you might think that that is morally reprehensible i mean again fucking hell like if you do think that then dude, what the fuck is wrong with you but but those people exist um and so I think you know we had this conversation before before we started recording because you did feel really really uncomfortable about talking about this guy
1: yeah I did um it's a it's a it is a really really weird one um in a sense we're giving in a sense, we are giving a platform and we we have got to the size now with this show, you know, thanks to you absolutely wonderful, lovely listeners who are very, very appreciative for where we do, we do really have to consider this sort of thing. You know, we do really want, we do really have to talk about like, do we actually want to talk about these people? And from the, from the 20, 30 minute conversation that we had before we even started recording today, um, I realized that actually it is important to, to, to bring these kind of, Um, monsters up because whilst it's not comfortable and whilst i whilst no one enjoys talking about it um, if you do brush them under the carpet and pretend they don't exist and try to um, just make them go away that means that they either continue to get away with what they're getting away with or other people come up in their place and i think it is important to at least when it's when it's someone when it's something like this when it's something as heinous and awful as this i mean you you know you can find there's a huffington post article um which is titled davy vanity raped a child police gave him a warning now 21 women accuse him of sexual assault if you really want to read it up you can look at that and it goes into quite horrendous detail if you know and I would totally understand why one wouldn't want to, but, um, I do actually think it's important to acknowledge that these things exist and to shout about it and go, this is not acceptable. Uh, otherwise, otherwise people will continue to do it. You know, people will continue to get away with this kind of shit. So, yeah, it's a, it's a very difficult issue. It's certainly not a black and white thing. I would kind of understand uh if people did have a you know if people did sort of say to us, you know, should you even be talking about them at all?
0: Uh, let me just let me just address that straight away. Where I mean, I think I've kind of already made my point. Where do you cut that off? Yeah. Basically, yeah. where does where does that cut off point happen? I mean, I think the reason we're talking about it as much as anything because it is, you know, about the album blood on the dance floor and Davey vanity th- decided to address these concerns about what these allegations were in this record it's mm. part of the context of that record it exists True. as part of the record it was happening at the time you could say to me well look, you know they they searched gene simmons house for child pornography mm. uh and you review kiss and it's like well yeah but you know the Kiss album has, doesn't mention that. Like Destroyer mm. has got nothing to do with that contextually, right? Mm. You can say like, "I don't want to listen to Kiss anymore," because but you know, I mean, for me, pff, uh, I think that's the you know, like, I don't know where you cut that shit off. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm. know. You have to be like, you have to start from a place of non-bias. You have to start from uh, a place of objectivity, and I think that is where i started with this review um it was very hard to start there because i already had personal previous information that that was that super clouded how i felt about this dude Mm. um but i do think i did sort of say to myself well you know there would be people listening who say you shouldn't cover lou reed because he was a heroin addict Mm. which we're meant to be judges um you, you know, you're meant to start from an objective place and as difficult as it is, as it is to do that with a band like Blood on the Dance Floor you have to, I'm sorry, you just have to try and I think that's what makes uh, you a more kind of evolved person, personally
1: Mind you, maybe I'm
0: wrong maybe I'm wrong,
1: despite all that still a fucking dreadful record whether, whether fucking shit record whether, shit record. yeah, whether, whether the guy is an absolutely fucking horrible paedophilic piece of shit or not it's still fucking awful.
0: Oh, it's fucking awful. It's rubbish. I think it's slightly better than I mean, I'm I would put it fourth. I think Uncle Cracker, Methods of Mayhem and Broken Side have, you know, I even Towers of London. And I think with the kind of added context, it's pretty disgusting. That I didn't know about that line about cutting somebody's clitoris off. That's made me think that maybe it should be second. I mean, what a day for fucking crunkcore if they they occupy spaces one and two. Surely the worst genre of music in
1: history yeah um we sort of discussed this before but like he seems like such a fucking whore for fame i almost feel like he would be proud to be number two i almost feel like he'd be proud to be on this league table like i mean the fact that he is willing to even uh address these accusations which look like they're probably true you know from a lot of the uh, you know there's, there's so much stuff around it now it looks quite likely um it just sort of suggests to me that he just wants attention he doesn't give a fuck if it's good or bad which kind of makes me want to hide him away around four three yeah or four. i mean
0: totally speaking musically I think, I I I think think towers. I think towers of London is better than it. I think methods of mayhem, Uncle Cracker, and Broken Side are worse. I would probably just put put this forth.
1: Let's put them forth.
0: Okay. There you go. Blood on the dance floor. Um, Let us never speak about this band ever again. Ever again. Um, What a shame that we've had to. What was supposed to be a kind of fun little feature where we go some music that you think is bad is not actually that bad and then some you find you think is actually fucking worse let's Mm -hmm. hope i pray to god we Mm -hmm. don't pick fucking if we pick it if i pick a tiller out now um oh thank fucking god for that it's something (laughs) thank fucking god um i've never listened to this before but i hear it is quite the ride renfrey quite the trip um angelic to the core by Corey feldman
1: oh okay next week (laughs) okay so
0: thank god which feels like coming up for oh coming up for air (laughs) after like uh, just just a really really horrible horrible run of records um i'm sure we can find something to at least giggle about with Corey Feldman.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we can get uh, good excuse to rewatch Stand By Me as well. Yes, please. Uh, I, and I actually watched uh, Lost Boys the other day. It was really good. I still need to Easy watch enough. it. You know, still need to watch you it. You
0: idiot! You idiot! It was on <sighs> telly the other day. You and my girl. She'd never watched it before. She watched. She was like, "This is brilliant." Why have I never watched this before? I was like, "I don't know." You fool. You and Renfrey are fools. <laughs> anyway, uh, next week, Corey Feldman, Angelic to the Core will be going into Broken Records. <laughs> All right, and there you have it. I mean, those are the facts of the matter. Blood on the Dancehall's Bad Blood goes into the list of broken records. It was not a very nice conversation. I mean, the, I guess the, the more people that forget that that thing was even a thing, the better, really. So maybe we're complicit in bringing up something pretty horrible. But I think we're kind of saying this is fucking horrible. So... Mm. That would be my defence for that. Um, Corey Feldman is going to be going in next in episode 26. That is available for you to go and listen to right now. We should probably just get out of this episode as quickly as possible. It's not a nice place to be. No. Go listen to us on Right Act every Friday, where we will review some of the best new music that is released in the world of uh, all all things alternative. And as I said, patreon.com forward slash Right Act podcast is where you can find all of our exclusive and nice content so thanks very much for listening head over to episode 26 right now